Hey everybody, this is Minority Time Podcast. I am Nerd Boy IV, and with me I have... Hey, I'm K-Thanks. Saucy Sally here. K-Thanks and Saucy Sally in the house. Um, and today is... What's today's date? The 27th. The 27th of December, a couple of days after Christmas. We hope that everybody had a good Christmas. And today we're going to be talking about the 40-hour work week. Um, so I guess to just sort of get into that, how was everybody's Christmas? Pretty good, you know. I feel like Christmas, as you get older, is a little, a little less exciting and yeah. uh, a little more, you know, practical. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. So it was good, though. You know, it's good to like be with family. All of the food, though, is is always it's always too much. You got to practice a lot of restraint, and sometimes. That yeah. just doesn't happen. It didn't happen this year. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, mine was okay. It was nice to see some family. Um, one of the, like, I, I guess I always do this, but, like, sometimes I would check news headlines and stuff, too, because I would be, like, right now with the government and possible looks like likely government shutdown and maybe not getting stimulus checks soon. I was like checking that as like, we're talking about, you know, Christmas stuff or opening gifts or whatever. Mm-hmm. I know I was like half hoping, I'm like, man, they're gonna pass, pass this in the midnight hour. That check's gonna hit like on Christmas morning oh, Christmas or morning. like January. <laughs> like I need my car money, please. So. Yeah, I, um. <laughs> I was kind of in the same boat. Like, I mean, I'm I'm not one of millions of Americans right now who's like, you know, if I don't get this money, then I don't know what the fuck I'm gonna do. Like, luckily, like I have a job where I'm like, <clears throat> we're not shutting down. We're, you know, so, you know, it's it's fine. You know, I'm, I'm getting paid and everything. But I I had like spent more money mm-hmm. for Christmas, and I was like. On the hopes that the stimulus, right. and I was yeah. like, like you want to recuperate that, like that yeah. money's gonna right. come back yeah. to you. <laughs> every rap song, I blow a bag, get that shit right back. Alas, <laughs> <laughs> right. that is not where we are. Yeah, yeah. No, I was ready, man. I was ready. I had my shopping carts ready. Yeah. I was like my my little belt. I love that. I love that story. It's just like a Marshalls or like a Ross, but they have like. Anything and everything from like fine jewelry to like bedding to just all kinds of stuff. And I'm like, this check is gonna hit. I'm gonna be able to like do Christmas real big. And oh. the check didn't even get didn't even get past. It was, didn't even make it to the bank. No, like, I'm just a bill. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what what show was that? Uh Full House, Full House Rock. Rock. Yeah. 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 Man, you think that maybe the president could probably, you know, maybe watch, watch that, um, that that little series, and maybe he learned <laughs> a lot about how government is, you a know, tour. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <And> it, <laughs> it was, um... I thought it was kind of funny that he was like, you know, they were getting ready to pass like the six hundred dollar checks, and he was like, no, no, I'm not signing it. Oh yeah, that was hilarious. I was like, I'm not, what? I'm not signing that. The American people need two thousand dollars. We're like, okay, yeah. great. Yeah. Thanks. Are we agreeing for once? <laughs> I feel like though, he's just being petty because yeah. he's like, oh, 
we'll let Biden inherit this problem and not me. Yeah, yeah. Because he knows, like, Republicans are not going to go for $2,000. They didn't want to go for the 1200 when we got yeah. that. Yeah, that's why we got down to the 600 Like, Right. And apparently... I mean, I, I mean, I didn't look into the bill or anything like that, but I, I know like AOC had said something like, you know, that like with the $600 like cash checks, there's like stipulations and like some of those stipulations were just like, you know, outrageous things that, you know, companies could, you know, do or like withhold, um, just like, you know, just basically be more shitty than they already yeah, like exactly. are. One of the big ones I think she was talking about, AOC was talking about, was that it was going to allow companies and businesses, like whereas like if you were forced to work and you caught COVID beforehand, you could sue in air quotes, which I feel like there was other stuff that was preventing that beforehand, but now it was going to make it where you could not sue at all. Like if you were forced mm-hmm. to work and you got COVID, damn. Mm-hmm. Sucks to suck. out of luck, yeah. yeah. And I know another issue was a lot of like, like the bill before gave a lot of like aid and support to like state and local governments. And so like, that's basically non-existent with this one. Like it would only be given to like people who make us, you know, less than a certain amount and then like corporations, but like state and local governments need none of that. And I know like here for Arkansas, at least for teachers, like we were getting COVID leave if like we had a quarantine and stuff. And then now that's not a thing. Like basically next semester if we have that like if you catch it or you just have to quarantine you have to use your own sick days right and you know that concept of like oh we're like the government is passing you know like you know passing this this bill and and we're not going to give any money to state and local governments like isn't that like shouldn't they be like number one on the the list of like who's going to get like help you know it's just it just like makes no sense and i always feel like there's always an emphasis on like businesses giving money to to businesses to like retain workers but you know you know that they're i mean they're not going to use it for yeah for that workers yeah you know so yeah like my job um from what i from what i've heard in my job you know we were off for like five weeks, but we were still getting paid. And um, so like on that front, I'm not sure who to believe. Like some of my coworkers are like, oh, well, you know, the, this was because of the government, you know, the government sort of, you know, the little, when we got our COVID relief, 1200 bucks, you know, mm-hmm. a certain amount that went out to companies. That's what, so I was like, okay, cool. But then you have people on like management and it was like, oh, you guys should be very thankful that you guys were able to get paid because and I'm like, who do I believe here? Like, I mean, cause obviously you probably know more, but I feel like you're probably trying to paint this as like, Oh my God, you know, be so thankful for the capitalist spoon that feeds you. And I'm like, yeah. Mm. yeah. It's like, it's not our fault that there's a pandemic. And at the same time, like, Oh, let me be thankful that during a pandemic where there is an infectious disease that I can literally just breathe in that I'm still getting paid. Yeah. <laughs> right, yeah. Let, let me be so thankful to be in the world's most prosperous country and yet we aren't getting any money <laughs> from the government. Like, not, not not a nothing, you know, not a nothing. They can't even give us the health care that we need right. to, to to survive from, from they the can even, 
decide across the board whether or not COVID tests were going to be free or not. Like, you can't even decide if COVID's real. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. It's insane. Like, this, this whole thing has been insane. Yeah. And to kind of sort of segue into COVID and the topic of today and everything, um, does anybody know anybody that had to work for, um, for Christmas? in a pandemic <laughs> well you know my sister was actually supposed to work you know yeah. she's uh, a waitress uh, she started this waitressing job at IHOP okay. and so you know she did work in on Thanksgiving on Thanksgiving yeah. day and so you know like their you know stipulations are you know you gotta you gotta be there for the holidays you know like no matter what <clears throat> and so it was Christmas Eve and you know she had gone to work and she just like wasn't feeling good and there was like everybody and their mama was there you know as far as like staff like they had literally put everybody on call to like serve five people and she was just like why you know why are we here or why are we all here if you know we don't have to be and so like their their whole stipulation is like if you if you're not here you know uh christmas eve or you know christmas day you you know that's it you're like x'd out you know you're you lose your job what so, yeah yeah and so and luckily though she had <clears throat> she had just gotten like not a job offer but like an interview for uh uh at zales because she had bought uh she brought her brother like a like a little chain he's got a little chain now a little silver Aww. little little chain and so she, the, the guy was just like, hey, and you know, cause she also works at Chick-fil-A too. And so, um, so yeah, and he, she was in her little Chick-fil-A outfit and he was just like, hey, you know, just started like striking up a conversation. He's like, you have a really nice personality. I think you'd be great on the team. And so this was kind of like in the backdrop of her working Christmas Eve, a million and one workers there, nobody in, she's feeling like really sick. And she's just like, why, why am I even here? She's like, and then the thought of like, not even being able to be there on Christmas day, you know, when we were going to be like opening gifts and then right. like your cousin, his birthday's on Christmas day too. So, you know, we go with our aunt, you know, in the evening time and like have dinner and stuff and all that. Cause so she would have missed all of that. Right. And so, and she had already missed Thanksgiving. She's like, fuck this. I'm, I'm out. And so she ended up like leaving like on Christmas Eve, like, yeah, I'm done. So, <laughs> Power to the woman, power to the people. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but um yeah, it would like it would definitely, you know, just like suck, you know. Uh I can imagine Waffle like, House would never Who would never Waffle House. <laughs> oh, like, right, right. <laughs> so, like the holidays is for the pe for is for us, you know, like <laughs> First of all, I don't even know if they'd have they'd have like the one customer. They'd have to tell the one customer yeah. we're not going to be open this day. Like I'm yeah. surprised that they're like even open still. To be honest, yeah. right. <laughs> I feel like I feel like restaurant like sitting. I, I still don't understand how some sitting restaurants are still open. I don't understand how like and especially like on Christmas. Like you would have thought that that would have like shut everything down. Mm -hmm. Like. Okay, yeah, nothing's gonna be open. And lo and yeah. behold, it's like it. This was like Christmas 2019, essentially. Right. right. 
like everybody was just is just yeah. like going out like i like when she tells me just like the ihop you know like people yeah. going to ihop on on the holiday like come on now people like go make your own pancakes right so pancakes <laughs> two ingredients <laughs> pancake makes milk and milk. And, uh, and those cooks get feisty mm. okay. yeah that's true she, she's she's had a couple of run-ins with a couple of cooks here and there like you know uh a uh, couple of run-ins is just like you know you didn't do this right or you should have did this or make it your own damn self and she's like oh i know you didn't just throw this plate at me <laughs> so <laughs> but uh, but yeah so we we shall see what uh she ends up doing uh doing next but yeah it's just, and uh, as far as just like places being open right now in like 2019 versus like now, you would think that, like I, I like I know here in in Dallas or at least in Texas, you know there was like at one time there was like a talk of like you know businesses and stuff like being shut down, but then they were gonna magically open on New Year's Eve. Yeah, how does that make sense? Like COVID's like, oh COVID, please take a break, you know, just for this one day. No, it doesn't work like that you know and like the scary thing is like when like you do go out or like you see like you know you know images on the news and stuff and you like see these restaurants you see these bars and they're just like jam-packed there's no social distancing nobody's wearing a mask or if they're wearing it my favorite is they're wearing the mask but then the nose is out yeah the nose like is right there or then you know some of them they'll just have it like all the way down the chin yeah why the fuck are you even have this on your face? Like, just it's don't like even the new mustache. Yeah. And like, I almost want to like, like tell them like, you know, lift, just, just put it over the nose. Just like, you know, just right, yeah. right over it. And then when you're at the grocery store, they're like breathing their hot breath all over the goddamn food. Yeah. You know, like getting all their germs on it. I'm like, well, now I'm really going to have to wash this fruits and veggies. Thank you. <laughs> Let me pull out the baking soda and apple cider vinegar. <laughs> <Yes>. Right. <laughs> yeah, so like what Saucy Salad was saying kind of brings us to the topic of the day. I think we'll let K-Thing start about the 40-hour work week. Um, you know, so yeah, let's let's get into it. <clears throat> um, I was gonna I was just gonna say like one thing, especially thinking about the holidays and COVID and yeah. just really also put it in perspective with our topic is I think if nothing else, this pandemic has made a lot of people kind of reflect on like, what, like how good is my job? Or like, what benefits am I actually getting from this job? Like, what are my working conditions? Are they asking me to, you know, come in when it's like, this isn't safe? Like what kind of ridiculous things are they really asking me? And I think, you know, that also brings into question the 40 hour work week, because, you know, some people, like a lot of people, they do still have to go in for work, but they can work at home. And it's like, you know, if I'm working at home, why do I have to sit in front of a computer for eight hours straight, five days a week? Like, is that, am I actually being productive? Am I actually doing anything? Like, why can't I do, you know, these files or these spreadsheets or whatever I need to do it like, you know, later tonight, because as long as it gets done by the deadline, like who cares? Yeah, why does it matter? Yeah. That, you know, the sense of, I guess, like worker productivity and, you know, looking at, well, is there like what, what is the optimum amount of like productivity from work like that employers can expect to where you're also not 
hurting or like inhibiting the life of your workers, like their actual livelihood and like leisure time. Right. Mm -hmm. uh, what what time? We're not supposed to have leisure right. time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, and that's one of the reasons why the 40 hour work we got started because people were working like ridiculous amount of hours. Um, and we've read somewhere where it was like, again, like people are working upwards of 100 hours, you know, doing a manufacturing job, which is very, you know, kind of menial labor. Like it's not, you know, you're doing the same kind of repetitive tasks for right. over and over. Over and over for however many hours a day, usually requires standing or bending or lifting or whatever. And back then, especially with like machinery that would have been dangerous to like, you know, yeah. be around. Mm -hmm. So not telling how many accidents, you know, right. happened, you know, through the, the industrial revolution and all that, you know, all that jazz, you know. Right. So like to tie into what you guys are saying, to try to put some some numbers on the board, like the uh the so the, the the eighty hour, not the eighty hour, geez, the forty hour, <laughs> the forty hour work week. We try to go. We try to bring the numbers down. Why are you trying to go right. like, <laughs> The forty hour work week was sort of started um, around like the eighteen sixties, I believe. Like post Civil um, War. Yeah. 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 And um, like the the National Labor Union asked Congress to pass a law mandating the eight hour work day. Uh, but the law wasn't passed. It increased public support for change. And this is in 1866. So um, then it, it was 1926. What's that, like 60 years later, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. roughly, with uh, Ford popularizing the work week. Um, and he discovered that through his research, more work was being yielded with you know, a smaller increase in productivity the longer you were gone. Mm -hmm. um, and that's that's crazy and so then it wasn't until what's that 12 years later after that that like a law was actually even passed so you know we're looking at almost a hundred years nearly of like people knowing that oh people were working too much and yet you know the government <laughs> essentially refused to do anything nah y'all good y'all are fine uh, yeah. Actually, can, can you work 200 hours a week you know, right. That'd be even better. Do you do you need any sleep? Do you need right. sleep? No. You know? In the space time continuum <laughs> to work more. Right. I always feel like like empl uh, employers are always just like it's it's like a uh you know, like you're juicing something, you know. You you got yeah. you got your orange and you know you 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 you're juicing it, you're squeezing it, and you already know there ain't no more juicing it, but you keep on like squeezing yeah. and, and, and get out of this line like know? a little more and it's just like dude we have nothing else to give at this yeah. point like you know the orange is dead at that yeah. point you know like pulverized it? <laughs> it is dehydrated yeah. <laughs> right. yes um I, um I remember seeing this um this meme post this twitter post a couple years back and it sort of like just changed the way the way that i thought just a little bit um and it was like, um, <laughs> it was this girl from girl, like, girl, that job does not give a damn about you. Take your vac vacation time, right. put in that sick time. And like, I was, I mean, and this is like around the time where I was, you know, sort of just now getting into like the professional workforce, mm -hmm. you know, trying to like, you know, because you always hear the myth like, oh, you know, if you, if you go above and beyond, it'll be appreciated. No, it won't. 
it, it won't. Mm-hmm. You know, they, if anything, they probably take it for granted. Like, yeah, oh, they give you more. Yeah, they yeah. give you more. They're like, oh, uh, Nerf Boy IV can can do X, Y, and Z. So let's just put him on it from now yeah. on, and he's in charge of that. I'm like, right. oh, thank you for the task that I didn't ask for. Right. Yeah. No oh, extra pay. Happens to me all the time at work. It's, <laughs> it's slightly frustrating. Like, I mean, because the reason why I feel like if I if I had known prior um, to starting my job that I've been at for a couple of years now, that I would be at this point mentally where I'm at now, I would have like pumped the brakes earlier. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, you know, like come from like my last job to this one, I was like in full spite mode. Like my last boss at my first like job in my field had like just, she was so toxic, like just so toxic to the point where I was like, okay, when I get this new job, I'm going to prove this later on. This lady, she was always like, you know, like, you know, mind you, I was driving, like, three hours to work every day. Like, an hour and a half there, an hour and a half back. Uh, wow. And so, of course, I'd be, like, a couple minutes late. Like, there'd almost always be a wreck. Yeah. At some point between X and Y. Right. Like, you know, I can't really do anything, but I was there. And so, you know, when I was, um, at some point, I can't remember if it was before, I put in my two weeks notice or after I put it in. She's like, oh, well, you know, nobody's ever going to um, give you a job. You know, you're you're almost always late. And I'm like, there's people here who don't even show up. Yeah, <laughs> so, you, better, you better be glad I'm late. And yeah, you better be glad I'm late. Yeah. <laughs> so I was like, you know what? I'm going to prove you wrong. <laughs> and in, so in my next job, I ended up essentially going like above and beyond. And I, like, I kind of regretted it. Because yeah. it's sort of shown me as this this chosen child, as some of my coworkers would say. And um, now it's like, I mean, I don't want to do anything either. You know, I want to I want to do a little bit of stuff and keep it at that. <laughs> I don't want to be doing like extra stuff and extra work for the same pay that everybody else is getting. Um, right. Just because you know it doesn't it doesn't really personally it does not matter it benefits the the greater company but it doesn't really ever benefit you you don't ever really get a bonus or anything like that right. and um i mean it, it's one of those things that me and my coworkers were kind of talking about this um it's like last year we got a we got a bonus um that was like 200 bucks roughly like for christmas and we were like, oh, okay, you know, you can actually do something with that. Right. And this year, under, like, new management and everything, we got $100 that was taxed. Oh, sh- thank you. And we you. were like, mm. And so, like, you know, we had people, like, that didn't work where we were, like, from the outside. And like, oh, you guys should be grateful that you're, that, you know, that you're even working, let alone that they gave you guys anything. And we're like, yeah, we understand that. Like, right. We, we understand. But. Right. And, you know, I don't understand this concept of you should be grateful. Yeah. Like, grateful to, like, you yeah. know, to to work and serve you? Or, right. you know, grateful that you're, like, paying my bills? If anything, the person who should be grateful is whoever it is that you're working for because you're doing work for them. Exactly. You know? Exactly. And, like, how do we, like, flip that narrative of, like, 
you know, the workers being the grateful ones when in actuality it's, you know, the yeah. employers who need the work done, you know, that should be grateful for us. Cause you know, God forbid we like, you know, the light switch hits, up, you know, goes off and you're like, you know what? I actually don't need you. Right. And I'm going to go ahead and like, just walk away and like do shit on my own, which actually I think is like why a lot of people now are just kind of like, you know, getting into, you know, you know, entrepreneurial spirit, yeah. um, you know, finding like their own little hustle, their own little gigs. Um, because, you know, they're, people are just like tired of that feeling of, you know, not, not being, not being cherished. Yeah. You know? Not being appreciated. Yeah. yeah. Appreciated. Like, um, there's this, me and one of my friends, we kind of talk about the idea of like how almost in like, every other country right now like there's some sort of like worker revolution sort of thing going on like the inklings of it in some places and i was like i don't know maybe it's like my glass half empty approach to things (laughs) i'm like i don't ever see that really happening here in this country for a couple of reasons um for one like for workers to rebel, like everybody's like, oh, you know, you know, to all around, we need to raise minimum wage, you know, like right. there needs to be unions in every field and, you know, da 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 da. Like, in order for that to happen, like people need to be in a place uniformly. Like, yeah. everybody's getting treated terribly. And then everybody's like, okay, yeah, you know what? Or everybody's kind of like, in this middle ground of like, okay, we're all employed, but things are kind of crappy. video or whatever and so there had like amazon workers uh reacting to like a south park uh episode of like working at an amazon and it was just like people getting trampled over by you know like uh the forklifts or the little what do you call the the little whatever the little machines and getting run over or just like doing like package after package you know and then just like you know everything so you know amazon is huge yeah i mean you i mean and like and then that's like also to the point too of like consumerism like us you know on the on the other end you know like ordering oh i need this like by in two hours can you give it to me right and amazon says yes you know and mush slave mush work yes yeah exactly and it's like I mean, you know, to try to, like, uh, I got us recording again. Uh, just okay. wait for things to get back in. Um, but basically, you know, to loop it around back to what I was saying when the, when the audio sort of cut out. 
Uh, I don't think that we were just talking about how uh, my personal view, I don't think that America will ever be at this point where um, the, the working class can revolt to like incite change. Um, okay, she, she said her phone died. Mm. She was doing it on her phone? Yeah, I had no idea. Mm. But, um, but yeah, so it's, it's, I, I don't think that we'll ever be at this point in this country just because, like, you know, like how we were just saying about Amazon, you have people that are in need of jobs. Like, you know, they know how terrible things are at Amazon. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's like, you know, I could be working there and then I could be like, hey, uh, Sally, don't ever work there. And it's like, well, I need a job. So, I mean, they're, they're hiring. So I yeah. got to take it. And then, and- like, how Sally was just saying, like, on the other end, the consumerism. Like Amazon is essentially done now in in the twenty the late twenty tens and twenty twenties what Walmart had done like in the seventies and eighties and nineties like where they were going into these communities buying up property and sort of like pushing out small businesses because mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. their prices were a lot lower like mm-hmm. they're able to take certain things on a loss to get you into the door and. Like, mm-hmm. like other stuff or so it's and, and it's, it's one of those things that <laughs> it's like i'm feeding somebody poison but i'm getting something good on the other hand like like i know that amazon is terrible but the prices right. are so good like right you <laughs> know to get something in two days i mean you when we were kids you know when we were younger i hate to or we were kids right <laughs> back in my day yeah <laughs> But, you know, we had to wait, like, weeks to get packages. And now right. it's like, if I don't get this package in two days, something's wrong. Right, right. They they they, they messed up on the processing yeah, center over there. Wrong. Like, I want my money back. <laughs> oh, I paid for Prime. This is, this is how you treat your Prime members? Really, Amazon? <laughs> right. And, like, Amazon has such a foothold in everything. Like, I, um, I made duck and uh, a ham. Ooh, look at you, fancy. I've been craving duck for a while, and I was like, you know what? I'm going to make it for Christmas. Wow. International market. And found one and nearly broke down in the store. I'm like, I'm, I went there for two things, for, for duck and butane. Found the, found the duck, but I was like, this can't be it, right? It's a whole duck. <laughs> I mean, a whole duck. <laughs> Neck, head, the look. <laughs> Flipper flapper feet. <laughs> All they did <laughs> was take the feathers off of this thing and stick it in a bag, basically. And I was like, I don't have the mental fortitude to the fortitude. Okay, K things is coming back. Okay. But yeah, I, I don't have the mental fortitude to um you know to to, to de-head this duck. And Did it have chopper. the feathers on it still? It still had the flippers. It had. Uh, uh, can you imagine chopping off one um, of the flippers? Hey, Kay, thanks. Hey, sorry. Oh, we fine. lost you there, man. We, yeah. we we blinked and you were gone. Yeah. <laughs> I was just like sitting here and I was like, why are both of them frozen? And I was like, oh, this isn't them. This is me. So, <laughs> um, 
It got the audio. I don't remember the last thing it caught or like it said, but it did get send the recording. So we just yeah, we still have it. Okay, Thank cool. You. I uh, I just went ahead and picked up the recording because I wasn't sure. I mean, I was sure you're gonna jump back in. I was like, oh, okay. right. Yeah, we just so uh, we just kind of just been, you know, uh, circling around and Amazon, you know, back and forth. Yeah, <laughs> I got gotcha. you. Know, Amazon, we were talking about Amazon and how like they're spawning the devil basically, but you know, we just it's the devil we keep stuff. feeding. Yeah, for real, you know. Yeah, it's like yeah, I, need so. my I need my package right now. Like, <laughs> right. I you give it to me in thirty minutes because I have a dinner party to go to and <laughs> right. So, yeah, I ended up uh, so like yeah, I bought this duck from like the farmers market. And I was so upset. Like I'm damn near having a mental breakdown in the store because it's got the full neck and head and bill flap. See, we got the eyeball still in it. And I'm like, like, like this. oh my god! Look at that Vacuum sealed in his bag with the in there, and I'm like, I can't do this. Like I bought it. It's still in my freezer. So I was like, I don't know where else they sell duck. Like, I've been looking around for weeks, and I finally, like, I knew they had it, but I was like, I just feel like if I go here, it's going to be some fucked up shit that I can't handle. <laughs> exactly what it was. So, found um, out that um, Whole Foods had duck. Whole Foods, yeah. Of course, of course, of course they would. Whole Foods has duck. And I bet it's it's already pripped and primed, you know, from, from my taking. So, I go there, I buy the duck, I'm in the checkout. And then the lady asked me, she was like, oh, do you have um, Amazon Prime? I look at him like... Who doesn't? <laughs> where, where, this is not an Amazon store. <laughs> like, they own Amazon. I do not know that. Yeah. It's crazy because like, I used to get some of my packages sent to Whole Foods back when I didn't want people to steal my stuff from my apartment. <laughs> so I would go there to pick up my packages. Um, but it just did not click that Am, oh my god, like Amazon owns Whole Foods. And I'm like, this is insane. So like I got like a little discount, but I'm like, this feels dirty. This feels dirty. <laughs> yeah. Like, and you you know, the funny thing is, is like when I remember I remember when like they first, you know, acquired Whole Foods and stuff, like I had new people and you like hear stories of people who were working at Whole Foods prior to and then after, and they just like talked about how basically you know working conditions and pay and all that jazz just kind of like took a nosedive mm -hmm. you know the benefits weren't as great um maybe the it, I, I think they kind of like shortchanged them like where the pay was like the same but they got you know like crappier like health care mm -hmm. um there was just like more like more hours or like more overtime that like you know people had to do and it just like it wasn't like the same work environment that you know people had known whole foods for right um so but it's it's just interesting you know um how just like a, a you know a company change or just like something as simple as you know just different owners changing you know Right, you know what yeah. changing everything you know right um how do you guys feel about and i think amazon is the one that like started it i'm sure like there's other little like other 
competitors are doing it too but it's where like you come in and it's just like a contactless experience like you're there's like so many like different cameras that are picking up like what it is that you have in your hand and you can like put it in your basket and it's like automatically just like I guess checks you out um like yeah and it's just it's just kind of weird I feel like you know no experience with any of that here in Arkansas (laughs) yeah well I mean I've just like seen videos of it you know of like where like it weighs everything that you put in there it's like it's very uh, like like mathematical and like right and it's just like why but why why (laughs) you know why 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 is this the necessity why are we i don't know investing in like high-tech video cameras that can pick up you know whether i put the arugula in my basket and higher productivity you know you don't have to pay them you don't have to worry about them being sick or calling in sick or having a sick child or any of that so like long term it's right. super I mean I feel like it's even like a step even further from the from the little kiosk that you the you know the little self-checkout kiosk self-checkout, you, yeah. you know and like I remember that was like a big deal like you know oh you know like uh you know basically you know not having cashiers and you know you're, you're doing you're basically doing you know the work yourself but at least with those you have you know workers you know watching or like maintaining the system if they got to go in and you know punch something or oh you bought alcohol let me you know key this in real quick and like there's still a need for you know cashiers and and workers but like with that it's just like you know like it's like completely eliminated like altogether to chime in on that what i will say is that i'm probably in the minority like uh can say my minority time (laughs) 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 Um, i'm probably in the minority here but like going to the grocery store like i have no problem with that i hate the checkout process i absolutely hate checking out at grocery store like you can go at no matter what time and like there will almost always be a line and now like in the covid verse like it's even worse because like for a while i was just like ordering my groceries like <clears throat> through walmart and like going to pick them up on curbside yeah but then you know some days it's like oh i just need this thing real quick i forgot to order it i just got to go to the store you go to the store for like nine times out of ten i will always do like the self-checkout yeah Not yeah to, like scan a tv as a great or anything like that just because like i don't like human contact like i don't right. like the the unnecessary oh, 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 oh. the banter yeah, the, the small banter. talk you know and you know for me I love the banter you know like I hate like for me it's more awkward if there's no banter yeah. you know like I need like some type of like acknowledgement from you that like you know so like a, <laughs> there's like some type of little right. we're having a little moment here <laughs> you know I don't know like I, I don't, but I think that's just like that's me. Smart. It's like, oh, you you like arugula sticks also? <laughs> so do I. <laughs> we should like, know. you know, I don't know. Or even if it's just like a smile, you know, yeah. it's just like, hey, you know, how are you kind of thing. Yeah. Where like people always say like, you know, oh, when people say hi, how are you? Nobody actually intends like for you to actually say, but it's more of like, 
it's, it, I think it's like beyond like a pleasantry. It's like, it's just like a sense of acknowledgement, I think, you know? Yeah. Um, but like, I totally get like going in for something like real quick and not yeah. wanting to wait in a line yeah. with like people who have like three baskets full of stuff like ahead of you. And you're like, and of course, and if you go to Walmart, Walmart only has like two lanes open ever. Like, they, why do they do that? No matter the time, only two open. <laughs> it's like Walmart. even with self checkout. Yeah, even that's what I was just about to say. Like, I don't understand because, like, I thought the whole point of self checkout was to like remedy that. Like, wait, the robot, the 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 internet's not here to work today. And to <laughs> my stuff. Why are there? There's there's eight kiosks over here. Two of them are working. <laughs> what is going on here like so i'm like i'm welcoming the whole basket that scans stuff right i need to just get in and get out and not have to wonder why this store is doing this like i mean i do not want people to lose their job i'm hoping that i mean because i also feel that whenever i go to the grocery store like i have questions like about stuff and like there's seldom people there to like answer that so right. maybe like in the future that's where they can rework people into that stuff like i don't know i, I don't want to say like specializing in produce and meats and stuff but like um, i don't know like you know having right right and you know and i think with like you know the contactless you know pickup you know people shopping for you like you yeah. know target tar target walmart you know we like when covid first happened like we did do like a lot of uh pickup from like Walmart and it was actually like really really helpful because you know the thing about it is like you know, you're through the app and you're like adding things to your cart and so you really can see like okay what is it that I'm getting how much is it like like it gives you a tally like as you go and, and it is nice to just like be able to show up you know at a certain time and then they load it up in your car um and I'm wondering if we're ever going to get to a point or or more so to a point where you know, we have, you know, those shoppers and, you know, people just picking up more so than like going in. And like, maybe that's like a different job, you know, task that, um, that workers, you know, could do. But I will also say Walmart people are the most miserable. Like, I don't even take it against them. Like, I don't even hold it against them. Like, if I was like, you know, here, and it could be too that I'm just like in the hood and like, you know, they're just it's not. <laughs> I'm at Walmart capital of the world and it's the same way here. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, it's, uh, it, it'll be interesting to like, yeah see how that like pans out and I think actually Walmart is doing something like that too where it's like a scan and go I think like you can like have an app you'll have like the yeah. app and like you scan your items and you'll be able to like check out through the app yeah, like I've seen like the little hand scanning guns that you can like uh -huh. it, like I'm not sure if it's like Kroger or Walmart I've seen those like once or twice but only like at specific place I've never used one but like how you were saying like even with the um with the like contactless like drive-through like pickup it's crazy because like i had this experience once like so, like for the longest time i was ordering like my groceries from like this specific location mm -hmm. i was like there's a lot of like non us people there right so i was like <laughs> you gotta get their groceries right right so right, right, right. we're there 10 out of 10 like they've gotten exactly what i asked right. for 
very few substitutions, very few like, oh, well, we don't have that. Right. And so one day I was like, oh, well, I need to order my groceries and I'm le- I have to work today. So this is what the- I'll order my groceries from like a closer location to my job. So, you know, I order my, my groceries, you know, I'll order my groceries, get off work, drive, pick them up, come home. All in like a 30 minute so, drive, basically. Little scoop. Uh-huh. One, 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 one loop around. <laughs> one loop around. And so put in everything and usually from the location I normally order from, they're like, they, they'll text me like an hour or two in, mm-hmm. in advance. Like, oh, your stuff's ready. You know, you can come get it whenever. Okay. <laughs> but this place, like an hour before, no message. I'm like, huh. Well, you know, maybe it's busy. So I'm like, I'm driving there because I'm like, you know, pull up to a little spot, put it in on the, the app. Oh, you know, I'm in this no text. No, nothing. Ten minutes beforehand, I'm like, okay, what is going on? Because, <laughs> I've been done my shopping. Right. I've got right. groceries ready. You've already this confirmation. Me. Right. You've already charged me. So I look down into the parking lot and I see this other lady who's been there longer than I have. So I'm like, when I pulled up, she was already sitting there. So, um, and you know, seven o'clock rolls by, rolls through. 705. I'm like, okay, there's something weird going on. 715. That's when I like I call the number. It's a little sign, right? It's like, oh yeah, call this number when you're here. Because like maybe the app stopped working. Yeah, technical yeah. difficulties. Right. Right. Benefit of the them, doubt. Benefit of the doubt. I call nobody's answering. And so 7:30 rolls through, and the lady sitting beside me around 7:45. I just see her back her car out pull it into the 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 parking spot right next to me and say oh hell no <laughs> she gets out <laughs> her car and uh-huh. so i'm like hold on let me roll down my window suit i was like hey Hello, what's, what's going on like, i just called up here and this little <laughs> this little bitch just told me that i can come back in the morning to get my groceries because they done for the night oh, <laughs> like, oh. oh no I'm coming with you. <laughs> following, her behind, following behind her like a little sidekick. Like, yeah. Oh. <laughs> and everything she says when we get into the store. I don't even know this lady, but yes, I feel the exact Be your same. hype man in the background. <laughs> yeah. Been me by myself, I would have just gone, huh? <laughs> uh-huh. like called That's the crazy. technical hotline. So we're in the store for a whole nother hour. It's almost nine o'clock. The story, you know, because of COVID, the store has been closing like 9, 30, 10 o'clock. Yeah. I'm like, I got to work tomorrow. That's the reason why I got my groceries this close. So the managers come over. They're like, oh, you know, we're so sorry. You know, this has never happened. Lies. And they're like, well, you know, it's we, we got this new kid back. I'm like, ah. So, you know, we're going to try to get all your stuff. You're just standing there, standing there, standing there. Remember 9, 30. By the time they bring my groceries up there, it's not even half the stuff I ordered. This little kid is like, I'm sorry, I tried my best. You just didn't have a lot of bullshit. I can I can go back there and find you were just lazy. I don't know what you were doing, probably. Maybe if you had done it three hours ago, right. it would have been there. <laughs> so I was like, okay, you know what? I'm never ordering from this location ever again. That's so I'm blaming you. You know, and it's just like the discrepancies between stores, you know, and like yeah. different locations like yeah. that. That's like that's I mean, 
that's Dallas in a nutshell, I will say. Dallas is like the most like clicky, segregated city ever. And it's like the norm, you know? It's yeah. like, um, uh, but yeah, and it's just like, yeah, we usually go to like one in like the Mesquite area and it's just like, okay, our shit's going to be ready. Like, and it'll tell you like, oh, we substituted XYZ for this. And it's just right. like, and the thing about it is like, it'll tell you, oh, this time slot's not available because it's just like, you know, it's too much or it's too soon or whatever, you know? And it's just like, if you're telling me that it's going to be ready between this time frame and then it's not, that's like a, that's a boo-boo on your end. Yeah. Right. You know? Like, and if you only got one kid and he's a new kid doing this, like maybe you should have like maybe have him a little helper, right? Or a, like a like a, a little a little mentor to help yeah. this happen. Like, like in theory, I kind of get the practice of getting like the new kid because like it's a good way to like learn the store. Yeah. Um, but then at the same time, like just don't leave them high and dry. Like okay, yeah, figure it out. Yeah. <laughs> At one of the busiest times of the year. Yeah. Yeah. And then too, like, you know, evening time, you know, because people are, you know, putting in orders because, you know, they are working and it is convenient to be able to, or it's supposed to be convenient so you'd be able to like swing by after work, pick the groceries and go home, make your dinner and all that stuff. Right. So you would think that they would hire, you know, enough staff to be able to like fulfill the demand. But I think that you know, I guess too, like people are just like so used to just crappy, you know, service that it's just like, what are they going to do about it? You yeah. know, they're going to have to come back tomorrow and get their groceries or they're going to yeah. take what we're going to give them and be on their merry way. Yeah, which and, like circles us back into like the whole like, like if a 40 hour work week could even change, you know what I mean? Right. Like, right. We have so many people that, especially like right now, there are without work like right. i mean there's more people now that don't have jobs than even the great depression like i mean i i i'm interested to see what they're going to call this in like the kids history books you know like, right. the greater depression the right. pandemic depression right mm. yeah the pandemic era era the era of the pandemic yeah. or covid era uh, yeah. <laughs> i know like from a history teacher perspective, like it was weird because I was teaching my students about this thing called the great epizootic of like 18, whatever, or 19, whatever. Um, and it was basically a pan, it was an epidemic that happened with American horses where all these horses were getting the horse flu and getting sick and they couldn't carry any cargo. Cause you know, back then all we got is a horse and buggy to carry this stuff. Like it would have been like if all of our 18 wheelers just stopped. Uh -huh. you know? And so we were talking about how it literally affected everything else, all the markets and joblessness and all this other stuff. And so it was kind of weird to like be talking about that. And then like literally the same thing happens, but like with humans instead of horses. Mm -hmm. And so like, I know for it, they called it like the great epizootic. So this might be the great pandemic of 2020 or something and how it just literally affected every market, joblessness, mm -hmm. world, yeah. productivity. We're probably going to see some like social changes with all of this as well, but. Yeah. Right. Yeah, you know, and I think like when you think about like the industries that are like the hardest hit, you know, the service industry, the gig economy, like airlines, airlines like people that you like maybe might not even like normally like consider to like be 
essential to like everyday American life and then all of a sudden just like you know be decimated um and um yeah it's just you know and like in terms of like the 40-hour work week and whatever that, that coincides with that is also hey what are what are people right. being paid to work you know um you know I uh Vince what's his name Vince Ventura no not Vince and it's some guy some guy he would say that uh he was talking about the minimum wage and he said you know we don't need to be talking about minimum wage we need to be talking about uh maximum wage you know and it you know it's it's not you know what's the minimum amount that you know you could be making it's what the maximum should you be allowed to make you know and it's just like when you've got like bezos and zuckerberg cinti billionaires what is what is that 10 billion are they worth 10 billion 100 billion is that 100 billion it's 100 billion yeah like uh, but then you have you know how how does how does you having all of that wealth translate to your workers if if we like if we you know admire businesses and employers and all of them for giving workers jobs thank you thank you for giving me this lovely lovely job like shouldn't shouldn't that be passed on to their employees you know yeah like i like to bring up bezos again like i saw this thing that i thought it was like an onion article it might be at this point like our reality and like parody <laughs> reality is so similar right but they were like y'all could probably correct me on this but like amazon was opening up homeless shelters and like some of their workers are homeless. So it's like, how do you have a guy who's worked over a hundred billion dollars over a company where people that work at that company can also be homeless? Like, you know, barely making ends meet. Like that doesn't, that doesn't, doesn't yeah, that doesn't compute. How does that make sense? Like, And the same thing I know happened with Walmart here. Like they were like, oh, like, we want to collect food. Um, and so they were having these kind of like little food bins, like right outside, like, oh, anything that, you know, could you like go into the store, buy some stuff and then like donate it to this food bin? And I'm like, some of that food is going to your own workers. Yeah. And the Walton family is like Jeff Bezos is one of the wealthiest men in the world, but the Walton family is one of the wealthiest families in the world. Because mm-hmm. each of them, like their networks together, they're the richest. Like, that's it. That makes sense. And so it's like, how are you asking for food for your donations right and then i'm like to like these you know hunger insecure people and i'm like these hunger insecure people are your own workers like ever since i saw this like i feel like this year i've learned a lot more from tiktok than anything else Mm -hmm. like i've learned a little bit about like buying houses and like just little fun facts and stuff but i also saw this thing that was like um like this guy did like this little minute skit where he's like you know he's like checking out at the at the grocery store and then the guy's like oh would you like to donate a dollar to blah 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 charity and the dude's like no i'm not doing that and the guy's like it's a dollar why not he's like oh i'll explain to you why not because the money that i'm donating is not going directly to the charity it's going to the company who uses that to as a tax write-off mm-hmm. then donated to the charity so like they're not doing it out of charity they're doing it for a tax write-off. And I'm like, oh my God. Like, so true. Everything is so disgusting. Yeah. yeah. And you know, that kind of like goes into uh, 
you know, when you think of, you know, charities like, you know, Susan G. Komen and all March of the Dimes and all of that, you know, the monies, the monies that they collect is not 100% going to research like, right. you know, that they promote. A lot of it's going to the people who run the organization to keep its operations going to, you know, do whatever, you know, organizers do with, you know, with that type of money. And it's just like only a small amount actually goes to, you know, cancer research, yeah. you know. Um, and it's also just like a, a ploy. And I remember uh, hearing about, <clears throat> you know, uh, Goodwill, you know, you'd think like with a name like Goodwill, uh, you know, the owners, you know, must be, you know, out of the kindness of their heart doing, yeah. you know, yeah. doing, doing the good of the people, you know, but actually right. the man is, the guy is making money out of nothing. You know, he's like, you know, it, so. taking in, taking in donations, free stuff coming in. He's got, you know, his employees, you know, probably working minimum wage as well. Right. And he's, and he's just, you know, he's just collecting from whatever, you know, is being brought in and, yeah, and it's just like that concept. It's just, that is crazy. I didn't yeah. think about that. Yeah. So, and I don't I, think a lot of people really think about that because it's like, you know, a lot of it's just marketing and spin. Like, we're going to do these things because, like, you know, back in, you know, back in the little kind of shady rooms where everybody's planning how they're going to take over the world, like all these powerful businessmen, right. like, they know the shortcuts and, like, how is this going to benefit me as a business person where I'm going to make the most money possible, but still like look good doing it or come out like unscathed, so to speak, because, you know, to us, we're just like, our, you know, American society, I don't think we realize it, but we're so influenced by advertisements, you know, even just subconsciously, not even just on a conscious level too. Mm-hmm. That I think, you know, some stuff like we just don't really think about it because it's like it's become so second nature of like oh well this is just the way things are like we don't really think about hey is like capitalism the best system or is the 40-hour work week like something that because we're just so used to like well this is the way it's always been it's always been kind of spun to us of well like you know labor unions fought for the 40-hour work week so of course it has to be right like it or you know, these businesses are donating to charity. So of course they're doing the right thing. Like we don't really think about the kind of logistics or details of like, okay, well, but really why are businesses doing this and what's in it for them? Right. Right. And to add to that, I feel like there's also this element of like, well, I had to suffer through it. So you do too. And I don't yes. want it to change and I won't let it change. And it's like, that's what not is, okay. What is our obsession with suffering? Yeah. You know, like, you have to suffer in order to, you know, I don't know, reach enlightenment or like to be really, to, to really enjoy the good that you have, right. you know, it's just like, it's like, how, how, how is that being like fed to us, you know, and it's just, right. and then like at which point are, you know, are we going to say like, that's just fucking bullshit, you know, like, it doesn't have to be this way. And you think about the 40 hour work week and, you know, the labor unions and everybody, you know, who fought for it, you know, and they're, I mean, they're working a hundred plus hours in factories. You got little kids working on, you know, machines to cut off their little hands, limbs and stuff. And it's just like, okay, well, it's a new era, you know, what are we going to do to, to, you know, make amends 
to you know the work environment um and so I think that you know I and I think it's just gonna it, it's gonna we're gonna need we're gonna need leaders we're gonna need you know revolutionaries yeah. to you know really like galvanize like the people behind something um you know and, and if and if it's not the 40-hour work week what is it you know what what are we what do we want if it's not a 40-hour work week so mm-hmm. let's talk about what each of us ideally would like in contrast to like a 40-hour work week like personally for you what would be best like for your working condition for your field like i don't know let's just get like a little mixed bag of ideas going around to you know sort of answer that question Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. well you know i think i mean i I think a good start would be you think about like productivity and like Mm -hmm. you really only work half the time or you only need half the time to get your work done yeah well and the other half the other half you're, you might just be like you know diddle daddling and just yeah, kind of like fooling around and stuff i'm like really ideally i think it would be like let, let's just go ahead and like you know cut cut off 10 hours let's, let, what about a 20 hour or 30 hour you know yeah, work where you know we, we go ahead and you know let's go ahead and make the same pay but for like less amount of you know hours work yeah um but you know and and then and then some some industries you know an hour you know hourly is not necessarily you know like the best or there might be some days where you are working 10 hours because you got like a project due um you know the next day or in the coming weeks and so you know you might have like a busier time but then after this project is done you know, then, you know, things could be, you know, scaled back a little bit. Um, but I mean, I think ideally it would just be, you know, let's just go ahead and like cut the time in half or like take, take 10 hours off and just, you know, keep the pay the same. Cause like I said, you know, a lot of it's just like, it's almost as if like, how can I stretch out my work? If yeah. that makes sense. Like yeah. how how am I gonna stretch out my work to fill these eight hours? Right. right. Let me let me okay. I have two hours of work here. I already know how to do this. How do I stretch this out over eight hours so that my boss doesn't give me more work to do when he's not giving John over here more work when right. he's in assignment? So mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. That's, that's a that's very accurate. Um, and I think just uh, something too that that might just be a little bit more flexible I mean obviously you know Kate things you know she's a teacher I used to be a teacher um you know there there might be some things that are like really are gonna be you know from eight o'clock to three o'clock but let's you know let's I don't know like rework that time a little bit and see like how it could be more more useful um yeah, so that's what I would say. Yeah, that's that's and that's reasonable. Um, yeah, agree. Were I to have it my way, so I'm gonna I'm gonna put you into my world, right? This is this is nerd boy IV's world, right? This is, I'm gonna paint you a whole picture, right? Paint first it, of all, paint it. Get the brush. Get the brush. First of all, <laughs> any any positions of power, like any public positions of power. I'm not talking about like teaching and stuff like that. I'm talking about like political positions, unpaid, completely unpaid. 
Everything that you get from that job is through donations from the community that you serve. So if you do a good job, you got nothing to worry about. <laughs> Your bills are getting paid, getting, I don't know, prime rib and stuff like that, you know, shipped to your house. So it, it would more incentivize people to do a better job. Cause like, I, I don't feel that those jobs should be jobs that you get paid for. Like if it's something that where you're not saying that you shouldn't get something out of it, but these are supposed to be jobs where you're doing this to help. It's a service. To serve, yeah. exactly. Like you shouldn't go into, oh, if I become a politician, I'm gonna be making a hundred plus K a year. Then I can get like insider trading for all the stocks and stuff, which we've seen that they've done over this pandemic. Yeah. Insider trading just in Georgia. Um, so for one, that's what I would do. For two, I feel like there should be a sort of like bracket by bracket sort of bre breakdown. I feel that everybody should be salaried. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. I don't like the sort of like, well, you're not salaried, so you know you can't get this sort of situation. Like I've yeah. seen that even in my job. Like I'm not salaried, and just like all this sort of like, oh well, you know, the 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 way that they sort of like weave in the word salary to like push you out of stuff. Like oh, you can't get this because you aren't salaried. Um, it's just another form of discrimination. Um, mm -hmm. I feel like there shouldn't be like a five day work week. If, Everything should stop at Thursday. Monday to Thursday, that's it. Mm. Everybody always gets a three-day weekend. Friday is not part of the weekend. I think they do that in parts of the, the, the UK or something. I think they only work like four days out the week. Yeah. I I, I would I could totally get behind a, a four-day week, you yeah. know. That that would be glorious. Yeah, I mean, just it would. think yeah. about you, you think about, you know, you're working the five days and you only got two days to yourself. And one of those days is used for errands like grocery yeah. shopping or, you know, whatever the little things you got to do. And then right. and it's just like you got the one day to quote unquote rest. But really, you're only prepping for the next day to get back into the rat race, right. you know, and yeah. like show up to work. And you're like, you know, where's my recreation time i, I right. know that there was supposed to be recreation time in there somewhere but right. i somehow didn't get that today and oh. the last thing that i would do is like an alternative to like the four day is like it's sort of like rotating schedule where like because like i feel like a lot of people especially like working class and lower working class end up like missing like end up getting stuck down in this these rungs of this rat race ladder because it's like, oh, I have a child and I work Monday through Friday and my child is sick on a Tuesday, but my job doesn't let me be off to go check on my child. So I have to take a pay cut essentially and potentially lose my job because my kid is sick or I have to go vote or something like that. It's like, there's, there's so much of the world that happens throughout the work week and yet it's inaccessible to a lot of people. Like, you know, we only have that, that week and that, saturday sunday and everything's closed on saturday and sunday like you mm -hmm. can't run those errands that you need to for businesses that are only open during the week so um that's what i would do i mean because coming from somebody who i don't work every day um i work like i don't work really more than three days in a row but mm -hmm. i work you know an extended amount of time like you know 12 13 14 hours some days yeah but it is nice to have days off in the middle of the week where yeah. 
oh, if I want like, pre-COVID, if I wanted to go to the movies at 12 in the afternoon on a Tuesday when nobody's there, I, I could do that. that. Yeah, running my errands when there's nobody out, it's lovely. You know, it's right. like not being able to sit in line. Like I've gotten so accustomed to not being in line now. But if I go someplace and there's a line, guess I don't need it. I'm leaving. Mm-hmm. It could be a line <laughs> giving away a million dollars. Just stand in this line for a couple of hours. No, can't do it. I'm sorry. Yeah. And you know, I think there needs to be more flexibility and like in what your four days are going to be like. You know, yeah. like if you choose to like work you know, two or three days consecutively, or you choose to do two days on and then one day off and then do the next two days. Right. Um, or you want to like, you know, you want to do like the 13 hours and just kind of like get this project done or, you know, get everything done in like one, one sitting, like you should be able to have like that flexibility to do that. Just like where there's like some, you know, with the pandemic and everything, you know, people going online, you know, the company, you know, pl- for jobs that you could do that, where you could work from home, you could work online and remotely. Um, you know, I feel like some companies are like, I, I've heard that there's been more pushback from the older people, um, older than us, <laughs> of like, you know, no, you're supposed to come into the office. You're supposed to work at the office. Like, what is this obsession of like my boss having to watch me like type in whatever it is I need to do for like my report? You know, why can't I work from the comfort of my home? Number one, I would already be saving on traffic time, gas time, um, not having to do the headache of like morning commute, not having to drive an hour and a half to get to work or whatever. Um, You know, and and just thinking about that, you know, if more people were staying home and working from home, you know, just think about all the pollution that we're, you know, saving because people are not driving their cars on a daily basis and i mean just even on the pollution point we saw that happen at the beginning of this pandemic like when the entire world is like oh pump the brakes the (laughs) layers start to close up they're like oh y'all stopped okay now i can finally heal a little bit like you know there's reports about whales and stuff and different birds and stuff coming back and it's all because we stopped for a couple of weeks yeah you know and it's just like maybe you know what what would you know the world be like or our life be like if we had just like let's pause a little bit longer and see what this does to the environment you know like let's let's do this for you know six weeks two months three months to really just kind of like you know take back some of the 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 crap that we've you know given to the earth you know like i I, I imagine uh, there, there was like this little image uh, drawing of like earth and space and it's like, you know, sick and like gases are like, you know, expelling from it and all the other planets are looking at earth like, oh man, like, dude, you stink, man. Like, <laughs> they're like fucking shit up out here in space. Like, can you, can you kind of like keep that shit contained? And it's just right. like, it's not me, it's the people. um but yeah and you know and you think about um 
like morning commutes and stuff is like people went into work at different times you know maybe there would be no rush hour if not everybody started their fucking work day at eight o'clock or nine o'clock maybe we had some people who did start in the morning maybe we had a job that you know start in the afternoon maybe that might help you know the traffic and the highway system a little bit you know a little bit more um so yeah i mean a lot of a lot of possibilities you know and i think if you know the people in power, you know, were just like more open to like trying different things or just kind of like, you know, seeing, you know, what life could be like, then maybe, you know, maybe we might be able to see some, some change. Uh, yeah. So. What, um, what about you, Kay Thangs? What would your ideal work week or work week scenarios be? Um, I think for me and like, just to kind of, I guess, almost like conclude this, because I know we're getting to that hour mark or we might already be past it, I don't know. But um, I think for me, I would much rather, kind of like Sarah says, like a 30 hour work week. But I think, because a lot, of, I feel like now with a lot of jobs, like it's not, a lot of them don't require you to necessarily be there in person or like to be at a certain location. Especially, I mean, we've learned that with COVID, like a lot of jobs, you can do them from home. like they're kind of like project or task-based mm-hmm. so to see kind of like a almost like hey we're assigning you like this project or this task this uh, you know based on you know metrics that we've taken before like we feel like this job or this task this project will take about you know 15 hours or 30 hours or however much it is mm-hmm. and so they assign you tasks based on like you know the estimated amount of hours um and it's like here's your deadline here's how much you're going to get, you know, get paid, basically meet your deadline. And I know for some people, like, that's not going to be a thing that necessarily works for them, because maybe they don't do well with, like, not having structure. But at the same time, especially if we're going to talk about moving to more of a salaried approach, you know, what does it matter if I'm clocking hours as long as the task is done at the end of the day? Mm -hmm. So I think moving towards that of, like, here's your task, here's the allotted time to get it done, do it basically like just you know because I mean at you know at the end of the day like yes it's about people and yes we want people to have like you know better livelihood but like business leaders are ruthless and like I'm like you really don't care as long as your stuff gets done yeah. so as long as it gets deadline right. what's, you know, what's the problem yeah, right it matter what I'm doing with the extra time so I would say you know yes have that kind of like 30 hour uh I guess kind of framework or like limits but then also like it's just here's your task, you know, here's your 30 hours to do it, get it done mm-hmm. and get it done effectively. And as long as that's, you know, you're going to get your paycheck, we're not messed up about it. You don't have to clock in anywhere. You don't have to do whatever it is. As long as it is a job or a task that is can like lend itself to that, because like obviously for some service jobs, like you can't necessarily just be like, oh, well, like, here's your burger. You know, they gave me 15 minutes to make it. So I like, can't do that yet. But <laughs> with a lot of jobs, you can just be like, hmm. get this task done by this time. Yeah. Here's your deadline. Meet it. Right, right. And, you know, to add to like the service thing, like, it's funny how during this pandemic, we got to this point where stuff that like regular people already knew, well, you know, regular sensible people already knew about like, oh, these jobs are essential. And thank you for doing these jobs. Where the rest of the country was like oh my god we need janitors like mm-hmm. but we're not gonna pay you anymore. <laughs> like thank you for cleaning up the vomit in the bathroom 
But we're cleaning up the virus, toxic, whatever yeah. area. Yeah. yeah. But, you know, we're only going to pay you eight bucks an hour. Like, how is that even legal, man? Like, how how is that even legal to be making eight dollars an hour? I mean, you think that's like three hundred and twenty dollars. Is that right? Three hundred and twenty dollars a week, you know? Sounds terrible. And, and when you Without, talk about like, the working, Texas. you know, you, you think about, you know, the working poor, like how are you working you, these 40 hours, number one, right? and then still poor? Or yeah. still not having enough to buy food or enough to pay for your shelter, um, you know, to have heating, electricity, uh, gas, water. How is that even fucking allowed? You know, right. like if you're like if you're one of those people that like lives by the mantra, you know, work hard and, you know, all good things, you know, will come to you and like you're working hard and then you still ain't getting in no type of benefits yeah right yeah um but yeah i think we're reaching our uh our time time stopper or what in time or yeah yeah but um you know just to sign off you know thanks for listening um We'll definitely probably discuss this topic more. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Sure. It's going to be a continuation and a continuation. Right. Now something you can wrap up in an hour, hour and a half. Right. But yeah, we got more topics coming. Next time we'll probably do maybe financing or I don't know, COVID yeah. stuff or maybe see what's some... happening, happening in the news and see if we get in any. Yeah. Any, Who any knows what's going to happen in two weeks? <laughs> We should be rolling around with ten thousand dollar stimulus checks. <laughs> oh, we God! They want to put us in the grave. Then, if I were to get a ten thousand dollar check from the government, I want to be like, "Is this real? Yeah. Am, 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 am I here in this realm right now?" <laughs> right. Um, yeah, this is Minority Time Podcast. I'm Nerd Boy IV. Hey, thanks, Saucy Sally. And uh, thanks for listening. Bye, everybody. Bye. 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 <laughs>